It's recording. Great. <laughs> Chickhood. Hi, Chickhood. <laughs> I'm Liz. This is Caitlin. Welcome back. Yay. Oh. Uh, we also have my cat, Abracadabra, um, seated uh, off right center, just waiting to meow. Mm hmm. Just. Uh, on the edge of making a lot of noise. I mean, it'll be cute noise, though. Yeah, it'll be, I'll hold her like a baby, and it'll yeah. be fine. Oh, Caitlin, so, yes. um, a, a, a question, yeah. uh, a first date question inspired mm. off of this movie. Do we tell them what movie we're watching? Always Be My Maybe. Yes, on Netflix. On Netflix. Um, I think I'll go with... Now, we've done a lot of stuff about high school already. Mm. But I guess... I like the idea of something happening like 15 or 16 years ago that mm -hmm. really changed your life trajectory. Do you think of anything? <laughs> She's shaking her head. She's like, I fucking hate you. I hate this question. That's why it's an awkward date question. Like, I would never ask this on a date. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I met my ex-husband. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, we don't need to <laughs> You need to go down that route. Duh. I mean. I didn't see that going. Okay. <laughs> That's like literally exactly when I met him. <laughs> like 15 years ago. <laughs> like I wish something else happened so I didn't have that happen. Yeah. 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 For me, um, I think a big thing was when I moved away from my hometown. Mm -hmm. That was a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. And I think it really shaped who I was. Like. Yeah. Uh, and promoted, you know, pr put me on a different path I feel like if I stayed where I was I would yeah. probably be a much different person so okay yes I would I would agree with that assessment I do think there are those kind of big moments that you can like look at where you're like oh like that's that's where it split it mm -hmm. could have gone this way but it went that way yeah <laughs> that way looked good but in hindsight maybe it wasn't, it wasn't. or maybe it was yeah it's interesting. Yeah. Just, like, take a moment, listener, and think about that yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, just, I'm trying to make it more interactive. I don't know if you can interact with something you can't see. Guys, just go with it, okay? Okay. All right. Always Be My Maybe. Came out in 2019. Cool. Director was Nanachka Khan. The screenplay, the producers, and the main characters were um, Ali Wong and Randall Park. Allie played Sasha, and Randall played Marcus. Okay. Okay? So Sasha and Marcus uh, were friends as kids, and the movie opens in San Francisco in probably the 90s, when they're around 12 or 11 years old, it looks mm -hmm. like. And they were next-door neighbors. Sasha was making dinner for herself because her mom and dad were always working. It was kind of implied they were always working. And Marcus and his family lived next door to them, and Marcus invites her over for dinner and it just shows that this was a common common theme mm -hmm. that she would come over to their house and they were really close and they were best friends so you see the montage of them growing up and um it's really really cute um so sasha is vietnamese and marcus is korean i want to make that mm -hmm. distinction because that's important for different Asian cultures. Uh, what else did I say? Well, so we also making notes of it throughout the movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like I said, they grew up together. They're kind of like always flirting or hitting each other in scenes. Like they always kind of had that like 
Oh, it's teenagers? Yeah, will they, won't they kind of thing going on. Mm. And then it cuts to 2003 when Marcus's mom, Judy, uh, untimely passes. She dies in an accident. They didn't really get into it. But it really affects both Marcus and Sasha because they both love Judy a lot. Judy was, it seems like a really nice lady. And... Yeah. Kind of like a surrogate mom for her. Yeah. And his real mom. Right. So... It cuts to after the funeral, and um, Sasha encourages Marcus for them to go hang out after the funeral. Because <laughs> this is what happens whenever... I don't know if you've ever had a friend whose parents have died. I have. And oh. it's like a very interesting point in your life where you're like, can you want to just go get a fucking beer? And they're like, yes. yes. <laughs> they're like, yeah, let's just go do that. Like, I was like, let's just do something normal to like... Yeah. Just to chill for a second. Yeah. Because it's so heavy. So in this hanging out session in the Toyota Corolla, <laughs> Sasha kisses Marcus. And you can tell this is the first kiss between the two. And then um, Marcus is confused at first, but then reciprocates. And uh, Sasha and Marcus both end up having sex in the back of this Toyota Corolla. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad car. Yeah, it's a bad car. It turns super awkward. Marcus tells Sasha that he isn't going to college, and it's obvious that Marcus is still grieving and just kind of not in the great place emotionally um, to really handle yeah. in a, like a relationship in that aspect. Like, he's still a kid. And um, Sasha calls him... It, this is how they part ways, it seems like. Sasha calls him an asshole in a Burger King and then leaves. <laughs> well, he was being an asshole in a Burger King. Though. He was. Okay. No, no, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> yeah, with yeah. Sasha at all. Marcus lashes out at Sasha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cut to 2019. Sasha is a famous chef in L.A. She's engaged to Brandon. Uh, I have a note that says he's hot, but also seems boring. Uh, Brandon is super rich. And then it kind of cuts to what Marcus is doing back in San Francisco. He's still living with his dad, smoking weed and dancing in front of a mirror. Yes. (laughs) His dad seems super fucking chill as shit. And Marcus's dad, Mr. Kim, seems Oh, yeah, I know. He seemed really awesome. Uh, it cuts back to Sasha and Brandon, and Brandon wants to propose, postpone the wedding, um, and they kind of want to separate ways for six months to see if they're really meant to be together. Sasha says she's okay with it. Brandon, you know, plays it off as this fuckboy thing of like, we just need to see if we were really meant to be together, and we should go date other people, and blah, blah, He's blah. like 50, so if you haven't figured out at this point whether or not you're interested in somebody, you're not. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so um, Sasha ends up hiding in the cooler and crying. Done that. Yeah. Oh, I've done that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fudge. It's the worst. In the walk-in. Yeah. So uh, meet you. Uh, Sasha has to go back to San Francisco to open a restaurant. Mr. Kin comes up as the HVAC guy. He owns that mm. um, type of business. Mm-hmm. And Marcus works with Mr. Kim, his dad. So... Uh, she, they come to work on the house, and then they bump into Sasha, and both Sasha and Marcus are like, uh, hey, how are you? Like, weird, awkward. So weird and awkward. And it, and like, Mr. Kim's like, oh, you guys were so cute. You guys are so close. You should go, Sasha, you go, you should go see Marcus's gig tomorrow night. And, you know, Marcus is still in his band, I guess, that from like when they were growing up. So, uh, you know, Sasha kind of gives a, oh, I'll see what my schedule looks like, but I'm not quite sure if I'm going to make it kind of yeah. thing. Like a normal response if you hadn't seen someone in 15 years, like that you had sex with. <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm busy maybe tomorrow night, but maybe. Yeah, but no. So, 
uh, it goes to like you know that week, and Marcus is working on the air conditioning or the um, ther the what, thermostat or whatever. I don't know what they're working on, and. It's funny because oh I think I noticed this, and we'll get into this later, but I saw how honest and comfortable they were with each other once they were just shooting the shit. Like, yeah. they're just so honest and cut. Like, only you would talk to your friend or someone you know really well in such a manner when you're, yes. like, kind of making fun of, but at the same time, like, being really direct with. It's, like, very yeah. interesting. <laughs> um, so... Uh, and then it shows that Marcus and Sasha start kind of lurking online and reminiscing. Sasha ends up going to Marcus's gig, which was really fun. I actually kind of like the music. Marcus yeah, I did playing. too. <laughs> I can see why they have like a little cult following probably yeah. in their area. Although I thought he was so funny. He was like, but we only play here. We've never played over there before. <laughs> it's like across town. Like it's in the same town, dude. Yeah. Marcus seems a little bit stubborn, afraid of trying new things. Um, <laughs> hence the example I just gave. The example. <laughs> so at, after the gig, he gets mobbed by his girlfriend or the girl he's dating, Jenny. And dude, Jenny just seems like the the stereotypical, like, random hip. I'm going to say. kind of hippie. Granoli. Cr crunchy. Crunchy, yeah. Um, type of character. <clears throat> Who's very um, vague. I just, like, that's... I know. That's the word I came up with Jenny for, because I couldn't figure out how else to describe her. She just seems, like, very uh, uh, flaky and just kind of uh, airhead type of thing. Yeah. So, Je so Jenny insists on cooking for Sasha. Now, Sasha's, like, a world-renowned cook. And yeah. Sasha was going to leave, and then he, she was like, oh, no, I'll stay. I want to see how, I want to see how this... Like, you can see yeah. this, like, tit-for-tat, I want to see who you're dating kind of yeah. thing. Let's see how this works out. Right. <laughs> spoiler. I say, spoiler alert, Jenny cannot cook. Uh, and then Marcus drives Sasha home in the car that they had sex in because Marcus still has it. They finally talk about having sex. They both lost their virginity to each other. Um, so just to give you a heads up about that, it's always a good time. Uh, Marcus uh, they, and Sasha start texting. Kind of like Sasha starts inviting him over to Randley family events. Just kind yeah. of reconnecting in some manner. Brandon finally calls Sasha, and Sasha finally get, breaks up and says, this isn't working. Like, I don't want to date other people. Like, yeah. you're wasting my time. We're over, kind of thing. So you kind of have a clean break from Brandon. And Marcus and Sasha continue hanging out. And uh, they you could see them, like, almost texting each other and then, like, giving up and not texting each other that weekend. Mm -hmm. So cue <laughs> Sasha's very short-term boyfriend, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> God, I fucking love Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu Reeves, too. I, I was in him. love with him when Speed first came out. He's so hot. He's a very attractive man. So, Sasha and Keanu and Marcus and Jenny all go on a double date to this really fancy restaurant. But before that, they were going to... So Sasha and Marcus reconnect, and he's like, something to tell you. Because his dad was like, hey, you need to tell your feelings for Sasha. Like, you got to yeah. stop. Like, this isn't funny anymore. You're not kids anymore. And so he was going to say this at the farmer's market, which is, like, kind of cute. I don't know why it was, but it was. And she was like, I have something to tell you, too. I slept with... Oh, my God, I had the most amazing sex with this person. Yeah, like, and, I met somebody. And he was like, really? Oh, great. Like, soul-crushing type of yeah. revelation that maybe, you know, she was already with somebody else. So, cut to the um, double date, which goes terrible. It goes awful. They're at this fa super fancy, crazy restaurant. <laughs> Nothing looks good or appetizing. 
I say Keanu Reeves is a creative genius. He's so fucking funny. When he just says, I'm sorry, while listening to headphones and yeah, eating, like, sorry. steak. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we cut to when they go to uh, Keanu's, Keanu's um, hotel. Yeah. And it gets weird. Like, you show... I think they do this in a funny way, because I think you still kind of like Keanu. But, like, he's definitely a dick. Like, he's a jerk. Yes. But he's, like, so ridiculous that you're kind of, like, it's not within the realm of, like, not, like, of hating him. You're just, like, he's a weirdo. You need to get away from him for the plot lines. Yeah. They did a good job of showing that. And uh, it ends with Keanu Reeves smashing a vase on his head and Marcus punching him in the face. (laughs) And Sasha's, like, "Uh, you're a dick. I'm leaving with Marcus. And then they start making out in the car. And they Mm. finally have sex again. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're both, like, amazed that they had such great sex. <laughs> and they miss I mean, each other. they're older, too. Yeah. I mean, like, the first time. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but they, they say they missed each other, and it's, like, a very sweet moment that, like, after this, they're, I'm like, oh, like, they really mm-hmm. have this type of romantic connection. It's cute. Uh, they start dating, and uh, they show a montage of that, and it's, like, fucking adorable. Like, Yes. I love these two. New York... It, New York City is kind of a thing that's on the table because um, Sasha is trying to open restaurants in different cities. So New York City is coming up. So she's only going to be in San Francisco for a couple months and then move on to the next city to open a different restaurant. Uh, Marcus seems super hesitant about this because he's stubborn, doesn't like change. Um, And that kind of shows the tensions between their worlds. Like she Mm -hmm. refers to him as just a regular guy. And he's like, you're always moving on to the next thing. It's like, I'm. you can see that he's kind of bitter, that she's always, like, moving on and yeah. really fast-paced. And she's annoyed that he won't try new things or, you know, expand. Stagnant. Yeah, he's very, you know, he's in a rut. They get into a big fight, but then Sasha pronounces her love for Marcus and says, I love you. Even when you're being an asshole, I love you. I just want to, like, be with you. Yeah. And I want you to come to New York City <clears throat> with me. Just tell me you don't want to come with me. And then he's like, I don't want to go with you. Um, and then I really like this one conversation that Marcus had with his dad. Mm. His dad says, you sat there and let the world pass by after his mom died. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was like a really poignant way of showing grief and like yeah. how you get stuck after grief. Yeah. Um, well, can we, I don't know if you bring this up. Was that conversation at the same point in time where he walks in and his dad is like on the couch with mm-hmm. Diana Ross or oh yeah his mom, Donna Summer or whoever the hell she was Diana to be playing. Ross. yeah <laughs> and I was like go Marcus's dad Mr. Kim like, Mr. Kim yeah. yeah like he's kind of moving on and he's trying to you yeah. know it was always um the 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 excuse Marcus had was he had to take care of his dad yeah and I can't move on because I have to take care of him and then Mr. Kim's like you don't have to like like I'm chilling yeah <laughs> I'm good yeah me and Donna we're cool so Marcus gets super drunk and auditions at that other place the Southeast bar and mm-hmm. it's just terrible like he pees on a, an amp uh <laughs> he starts blowing and then he starts blowing up Sasha's phone and is like has it if that's him hitting rock bottom he starts yeah. calling Sasha's phone and starts making moves on his own life like moving out of his dad's house yeah. and like um just trying to get more serious and um getting more organized I guess Oh, and then our, my favorite song comes on, which is May I Have This Dance. Oh, yeah. It's a I cute song. love that song. Yeah. Um, surprise, Sasha has been the one purchasing all of the band's merch. 
Yeah, that was something because Marcus went over to the restaurant in San Francisco trying to find her, and then Veronica told him his her assistant that she'd been purchasing it. So it was really cute that even when they were broken up, she was still supporting him and his dream of like having a band because she always did. She always yeah. thought they had a cool band and they should do it more. And yeah. I thought that was a nice thing that she always kind of supported. Uh, Marcus goes to NYC and declares his love for Sasha at the entrance of an award ceremony. And then he just says, I have quotes because, ugh, I want to be where you are even if I'm scared if I, uh, even if I'm as scared as I am right now. And then they kiss. I know. It's very cute. And then, okay, the last part made me cry. The last part made me bawl, Caitlin. The last part when Sasha opened a small, cute, authentic bistro named Judy's Way. Oh, yeah. I loved that. So she, yeah. So she opens a restaurant that's named after his mom and, like, makes traditional Korean dishes yeah. there. And it was really cute and how homey. the way Yeah, how the way she had made them for Sasha, Mar- Sasha and Marcus growing up. And like she had been t- teaching Sasha how to do them kind of like a like a daughter. I also, uh, one thing you didn't really touch on was like later on how her parents kept popping up mm. in locations because like she always had this misconception that they didn't love her. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or they weren't there for her, maybe because they physically weren't there. But, like, when you see them later and they start popping up, it's because they've retired and now they, like, have all of this time. And and they're not their explanation, but, like, you can kind of see how it wasn't that they didn't want to spend time with her. It's just they were working really, really hard to make sure that she had mm-hmm. what she needed, everything that she needed. And so they poured themselves into their store, into their work, and, like, all that for her but like she didn't see it that way so it's like I thought that was interesting just because that's one of those things where it's like you see somebody and if they're not doing exactly what you want them to do you think that they don't love you Mm -hmm. whereas like their showing of love it comes in different different ways yeah no I agree but that's the end of the movie I'm sorry (laughs) I just like went right into it no it's okay Caitlin did you like the movie oh yeah I like this movie I had watched it before so when I rewatched it like I enjoy it I like their banter I like their um interactions with each other like I also really I love Keanu Reeves too he cracks my shit up and (laughs) my shit up he does he's so funny and he is kind of a douche in this but you're watching him and you're just like Oh my, he's just so funny. And like, mm-hmm. he kind of has like a little bit of a cult following. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where people are like, Keanu's. A little bit. A lot of it. Yeah. So, I mean, he just is such a, like, a interesting actor and yeah. like character. So, and I love how he played himself. <laughs> I love that, like, that, yeah, okay. he has a sense of humor. He's oh, like, yeah. yeah, I'll be myself in a weird in, way. Like, a douchey way. Yeah. yeah, I can do that. Like, yeah. Oh, I like this movie a lot. Um, what do you think? I thought it was a um, probably one of my favorite rom coms. Really? Ever? Yeah. Oh, why? Uh, I like the idea of it being. I don't know. I like the idea of them being friends for such a long time and mm-hmm. knowing each other, and then it kind of evolving into something. I think that's really relatable. Mm-hmm. That happens with a lot of people. I also like the idea of like it not this trajectory of like everything lining up isn't how it is, right? Like mm-hmm. they have come and go, and you know people have to live their lives and figure themselves out before they can, like, <clears throat> really get into a relationship sometimes. So yeah. I like that. I think they're just, I mean, Randall and Allie are such talented people. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So fucking funny. <laughs> and, like, they had such good chemistry, and it was just so much fun to watch, even when they were fighting. Yeah. 
it, it was so interesting because it was they were so honest with each other and I was like this is like that's real communication right like you're really yeah trusting that that person's gonna and they were listening to each other still yeah but they were uh, being like very direct and almost stringent in their ideas well they had like a very good foundation but like I mean I definitely know people who get stuck or like um kind of waylaid in in some thought processes like the way he did Mm -hmm. and so and she's like okay like you need to do this like you need to move forward you need to do what you know x y and z and like he's like no 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 no, i'm not doing anything i can't i can't do that i can't do that and like you get stuck in that like i can't i can't i can't and like she kind of helped him break out of it which i i like i think that's cute um i so don't like that a little bit just because it's kind of like you do want to help people as like they're your partner or they're your like friend or, or what have you but like sometimes like they just have to do it themselves and so i think when they broke up which i did like he like found the motivation himself to yeah. do things yes so i thought that was good because like she definitely was pushing him but it was she like, was pushing him. but she is just like i can't keep pushing you you know which i think is a good lesson it's like you kind of have to let people come up on their own and if they don't then sorry <laughs> then they don't you know what I mean like if they do great and then maybe they can meet you where you're at or or what have you which is kind of like he physically met her where she was at which was nice like he didn't have to have the same job or the same like quote-unquote level of success just mm-hmm. because that's what looks successful on the outside but like he met her where she was at which was very nice um I like the idea of all these different um Asian uh, ethnicities or nationalities mm-hmm. coming out. Like, that was really cool to oh, see. Oh, yeah. Like, in representation. Yeah, kind of, like, that was really here's cool. Here's a movie. I did enjoy that as well. I love that him and his dad went to a Korean spa to get, like, a... <laughs> I, know, I was like, yeah! Caitlin goes to Korean spas. I don't. Because I, you have to walk around naked, and Caitlin's totally fine with that. I'm sorry if that's too much I information. I don't care. I am totally <laughs> fine with that. They're amazing, and if you ever have the opportunity to go and you are not super bashful, it's uh, very awesome. So <laughs> they scrub you clean. Yeah, I I don't really do the scrubs. I usually just sit and do the poultice rooms and all that stuff. So it's fun. Sweat, you get to sweat it all out. It's amazing. And that's why she has such beautiful skin. I'm just Thank saying. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did enjoy that too because like I do, I like I kind of made a note of that too in the notes that I apparently don't know where they are right now. Um, <laughs> trying our best. I know. No, like, I was like, Korean spa! (laughs) Yes, but I did, I, like, appreciated that as well. And it's set in San Francisco. There's a lot of different Asian cultures that that are there. Mm -hmm. Um, And and here's, like... We kept making fun of hipsters in San Francisco, which was funny. But I appreciate it in in the fact that, like, we've said this before about Netflix movies. Like, they pick not the same old people to be the leads mm-hmm. of their films. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if they're doing it on purpose or just because they don't want to pay a high price for, like, really well-known people. I mean, not that these people aren't well-known, but they're not, like, you know, like, Keanu Reeves is probably like, the biggest name in that movie, yeah. right? And, like, Ali Wong has, like, a couple of her own specials. And what's the other guy's name? I've seen him before in other stuff. I can't remember uh, Randall Park? Yeah. I've seen him in stuff, but he's not, like... You're not going to the movie just to see him. It's not like Brad Pitt. Right. Um, but I appreciate it because it's like their acting is on point. Mm-hmm. They're really awesome. You have a movie that like represents not just the regular players, quote unquote. Like, I it's great. I love it. 
I'm like I'm loving Netflix right now. Yeah, I'm loving Netflix too. I'm loving Netflix just in in that sheer aspect of of like here's movies not about the same old crap with not the same old people. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate <clears throat> that idea. There's a couple things I really appreciate now that I was listening to you discuss yeah. it. I like the idea of different immigrant families and how do they different methods mm-hmm. of raising their children. Because mm-hmm. uh, technically, I grew up in an immigrant family, and I really like really related to Ali Ronk's character when like mm. nobody was home and you had to work really hard and yeah do you just keep going on to the next thing and I talked to my therapist about it <laughs> uh, but you know you keep going you keep going and you're like yeah. okay but I'm not enjoying like I'm just yeah. I have so much drive but I'm not sitting back to like enjoy yeah. anything fair enough but then when it was just like an interesting loop to throw uh, Randall's character Marcus when he has to experience grief yeah. Because he's so laid back. Yeah. And it's such a heavy and dark emotion that, like, he couldn't unpack it. He had it. Like, he just sat in it. For a long time. For a long time. Yeah. A lot of people get stuck there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, like, really easy to get stuck there. Yeah. It is interesting. Like, it is, it's the, you know, the different, like, ways people grow up and how they, like, deal with stuff. I felt like his dad was so laid back, too. He was like, what are you doing? Smoking weed and dancing in front of a mirror? You want some? He's like, and then he starts doing a dance thing. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, okay. Like, clearly, they had figured out how to bond. Yeah. um, Which was going to be necessary for him, I think. They both didn't have any siblings. So, like, they just grew up together. And it was really cute. Yeah. Very so cute. like thumbs up, thumbs middle. Thumbs oh yeah, definitely thumbs up. Thumbs up. I didn't. Too. I didn't think there were any bad. Like she was strong character. Like she was not afraid to speak her mind, which I appreciated. And like he seemed to like that about her. Like I hate those ones where it's like you can't say anything. <laughs> those <laughs> movies that are like be quiet so the man doesn't feel uncomfortable. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm like, sorry, we won't get along. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Not doing that. <laughs> Um, you know, and like she was a strong. I loved her sidekick character too, Veronica. Oh, she was great. Like she was fantastic because she like she had a very deadpan way of saying things too. And she's gay. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, she's lesbian. Cool. She's pregnant. She was about to have a kid. I think she was. Was she biracial? Was uh, it? maybe. But she, um, she. It was a really like an interesting. I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, to see it. I loved how like she, like after the baby was born and um. Was that Allie's character was like, I'm going to be your fucking godmother or some <laughs> shit like that. And she was like, no, you're not. You're not, not with that language. Not like, with that you were like, I'm going to be the best goddamn godmother. And she was like, no, no. Strike two. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you're this close. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I feel you, Allie. <laughs> Are you a godmother to any kids? No. Oh. I'm a godmother to a couple kids. Yeah. I keep forgetting. Well, your siblings have children. Yeah, um, my ten nieces and ten nieces and nephews <laughs> in December. Ten. Jesus. Google Google calendars, my friend. I just send Amazon gift cards. That's all I do. I don't. I at this point, I feel like you shouldn't even be required to do that anymore. For what? For their birthdays? Yeah. Oh, I don't mind for their birthdays. I mean, for their. It's just money. Like, I don't give gifts anymore. I used to, like, try to give gifts that are, like, okay. specific to each kid. I was like, I can't fucking do that look, look, I'm trying to get you off the hook. I feel like if you have ten, when you have ten children and they can pay you back, <laughs> then you should be expected to send them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's no. just a joke. <laughs> it's ten, you know, it's ten dollars each for a birthday, and then you get twenty for Christmas, and that's my rule. Yeah. 
it's a good rule because you would go bankrupt if you spent a lot of money on 10 children's presents yeah. every time. Like, it, it's exhausting. I also think, like, that's enough money for a kid. It is enough money yeah. for a kid. Like, you don't need, like, what are you going to get? Oh, no. I do that with birthdays, like, non-related to me. But, like, when, when my daughter goes to birthday parties, I'm like, do-do-do, here you go. Like, let's go and pick a couple little things. Yeah. Because, frankly, mom's probably going to want to, like, I, I'm thinking of this from the mom's perspective. Don't get me some big shit that I can't figure out where to put it. <laughs> if you can, get a craft because I can eventually throw it away. <laughs> and Truth, mom. I don't need you to spend a lot of money on it. Like, I don't want somebody to come with a $40 gift because then I feel like I have to buy you a $40 gift. Bring me something for 5 or $10. And for my daughter, not for me. That's like a crafty item or something yeah. that, like, doesn't take up a lot of space. So that's kind of what I buy. I I probably look like a cheap asshole, but... We're growing I off on a tangent. Don't care. Yeah. I'm talking about child's <laughs> gifts. Child's gifts. Okay. So, um... <laughs> It's October. We're going to try to get one more out in October, right? Yeah, end of October, and we are going to do, what is it called again? Practical Magic. Practical Magic. That's an oldie but a goodie. Sandra Bullock. Nicole Kidman. Did Sandra Bullock and uh, Keanu Reeves actually date, or did they not date? They were in Speed together. I don't know. They dated in my heart. Oh, in Lake House. Remember Lake House? I have that on my Netflix queue, too. Oh, <laughs> Is that Netflix? Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Well, um, I'm Liz. I'm Caitlin. Okay. Bye. Bye.